As a business and leadership mentor, wife, and mom, I know that building a legacy business as a high-performing female entrepreneur can be overwhelming when you play many demanding roles in your life. But you know what? It doesn't have to be that way. You can be a powerful, high performer in your career, plus enjoy a fulfilling marriage and be a great mom all at the same time. Join me and my guests every week to get the inside scoop on what it really looks like to build a high growth business while living a life truly aligned with your family and personal values. Today, we're going to talk about the big old setback I experienced in, let's see, 2021, so last year, that ultimately really did turn my entire life around. And I would like to say, actually gave me my life back. So we're going to see where this episode goes today. Hang with me. I have a feeling you are going to resonate with so much of what I'm going to share from my own personal journey over the last really two years. So I'd say end of 2020 up until now. And I'm going to share some things that we don't often hear from our fellow entrepreneurs, our peers, our colleagues, our coaches. We certainly don't hear or read a lot of what I'm going to share in, you know, bright, colorful social media posts where, you know, every entrepreneur out there is trying to sell us something, which is all good. All that stuff is good. There's just this other side of life and business that I believe so many of us, actually, let's just say all of us go through at certain times in our journey of life, of entrepreneurship. And it's something that we aren't talking about. We aren't sharing it with each other. We are hiding behind this facade that everything is going super well, everything is hunky-dory because we have this fear that if our audience or our colleagues believe that we're not on this constant trajectory of financial and business growth, that we don't know what we're doing, we don't know what we're talking about, we can't help other people. And so again, we sort of put this mask on, we put this armor on, we build these, you know, we put these shields up in front of ourselves and we portray what we think other people want to see and need to hear so that they will see us as someone who can get them to where they want to go. And we are seen as the go-to coach, the go-to leader, you know, all in the name of, I've got to be this way because this is what I have to be. This is who I have to portray myself to be in order to reach my goals. And this is something that really came to a head for me in 2021. It really, it literally came to like this breaking point for me about halfway through the year in 2021. So right around summertime, um, I would say like May or June summertime, it had been festering. It had been building 
that's really where it came to this boiling point that I just, I could not ignore or stuff down or try to hide from myself, let alone the outside world any longer. And nothing about it was easy. It was really tough. There have been so many moments where I've questioned everything about myself, about my business. I've questioned all except my home life. Never questioned that. Never questioned my relationship with my family ever, never once. So let's dive in. Uh, Just to give you a teeny bit of a backstory, if you are listening to me for the very first time, uh, and even if you have known me for a long time, you may not know the whole backstory. So I'll just very, very quickly fill you in. I, um, in my twenties, I was a high school teacher and left my teaching job when we had Brighton. Um, It was almost 12, should be 12 in September and came home. That was around the time where I started my first coaching business. And at the time I didn't know anything about the coaching industry, except the fact that I went through a coaching certification program that was not in this like online, super popular, hip, cool kids coaching industry. It like that part of it. Um, it was someone who it basically it was through the ICF. So there's almost like these two worlds in the coaching industry. It's like the people who are, you know, ICF certified or went through a program that was ICF accredited or certified. And then there's like the wild, wild west. Okay. It's two extremely different worlds. I've been in both. And so I went through a program with a facilitator who was, you know, an MCC level ICF certified coach. Her training programs are all accredited by the ICF and all the people who went through the program, most of them were coaches, I believe. So I did that in 2011 and started my first coaching business. And I was working with all sorts of business owners mostly brick and mortar. I was working with very few businesses that were online because I grew my first business through in-person networking and in-person speaking all across the state of North Carolina. So I had clients that um, owned chiropractic offices. I had a client who was a dog groomer. She had a brick and mortar facility. I had a client that was a financial planner who worked for Edward Jones. I worked with men. I worked with women. Uh, One of my clients, um, he was a professor at UNC Chapel Hill, and he was developing some sort of curriculum or course around alcohol fetal syndrome. So I was helping him with that. I mean, I just, I had clients that, and I met with him in his office in person. Uh, one of my clients was in her seventies. I remember I would meet her at a coffee shop in Saxe Hall, North Carolina. I don't even remember what her business was at this point. Anyway, um, graphic designers, I was working with men, women, moms, single women, like everything. And my angle back then was, you know, you have these particular goals that you're setting for yourself but you're not reaching them or it is, it's just painstaking to get to them. And I've always been able to take a lot of information at one time, take in a lot of information at one time and make sense of it and simplify 
a process for someone and break it down into incremental steps that become easy for someone to follow. And I've always really understood business principles, like the building blocks of business. In fact, I have a ma- I have a degree in business management and administration. My master's degree is in education. And um, I also taught, when I taught high school kids, I taught in the business department. So I was teaching entrepreneurship. I was teaching business advanced studies. I was teaching computer classes. I was teaching kids how to run their own business. And um, so that's what I was doing at first. And then I left my business in 20... Well, I started, I started working for another coaching company that's really well-known in 2013 in an apprenticeship program. And then I left my business in 2014 and took a full-time job. So I got to work for an entrepreneur and throughout that time was able to work with over a thousand other business owners, predominantly, I'd say 90 to 95% of them were all building coaching businesses and, you know, designed and built and then ran the programs that we had at that particular company and then left in 20 end of 2016 and then ventured back out on my own and came back into business for myself with my husband, Sean in January of 2017. And right out of the gate, I did extremely well. So I built my private practice. I had about 25 one-on-one clients. I reached multiple six figures in revenue in the first five months, and then went on to do double that by the end of the year. And I, by then I had a mastermind, one-on-one clients and a group coaching program and continue to make progress and do exceptionally well uh, all the way you know through 2018, through 2019. And 2020 was actually our best year in terms of cash collected. It was our best year. We had a phenomenal year in 2020. And then towards the end of 2020, things just started to not Well, actually in 2019, it was the first time where I felt like I was running a program and I remember feeling so incredibly frustrated because, and I didn't really know what it was. Uh, I had a program where about 50% of the clients were very action oriented. They had great mindsets. They had been in business for a little while. They, They just had a certain personality that was a little bit more dominant and influential. And they were very easy to work with. They could set a goal, take action, totally go for it. They were very clear on what they wanted. And they were just like overall go-getters. And then half of the group, it was like every time we had a call, and this is a business building program, it was all uh, just very negative and things aren't working for me. And like just super Debbie Downer, taking no action, just very negative and and Debbie Downer, like I said. And what I noticed was it was like, okay, the program that I sold and designed, these people, half the people like can't even do it. And I literally, so what am I going to do with them for the next like 10 or nine months? So that became a real struggle because I began, it felt like I was running three or four programs in one. 
And then the people who were the movers and shakers and go-getters, they just stopped showing up because they couldn't stand listening to the people who just were not making progress and weren't getting it and were just in constant whine and complain mode. And so I ended up stopping that program. I, I ran one more round of it. And then I developed my flagship program that I named Momentum. And that was in 2019. And we had, we were having six figure launches. It was going amazing. I hired a team that was, I didn't hire on the marketing and sales side. I hired on client delivery, client success, and client experience. It was one of the best decisions I ever made. So I hired and built out this entire delivery team. And then over time, about a year in, the same thing started happening again, where half the clients were like just had it going on. They had the personality to build. They had the skills to build. They had the mindset to build and they were really going for it. And I worked exceptionally well with them. And and many of them even moved into my mastermind program. And then it was like this other half of the group. Again, it was like repeat of the same thing I just said all over again. And so that was the beginning of in 2020. So that was like about how, again, a, a relatively, yeah, about halfway through towards the end of towards the end of 2020, where it was like, all of a sudden I just started questioning everything about myself. And I thought, why does this pattern keep happening to me? Um, I was blaming myself. I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought there was something wrong with my personality. I thought maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Maybe I don't know how to market. Maybe I I don't actually know how to deliver what I'm selling. And none of that was true, but I believed it. And it started sending me down this pretty dark spiral. And then because of that, my launches started to become smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Now, because we had done exceptionally well on client retention, to be honest with you, it didn't even it didn't impact my finances at all. It, it truly did not at all. And then by let's just fast forward, I get to the beginning of 2021. Well, let's just fast forward all the way to halfway through 2021. And it that's when it came to a boiling point. I had been in a mastermind program with a coach and a group of people that I had been in a program with since 2017, same coach a lot of the same people, obviously new people had come in as well. And it was a multiple, many multiples of five figure investment. And I literally just stopped going because every single call I would, I was comparing myself to these people who I had been in programs with for, you know, a handful of years. And when we all initially joined the program, we were all at a really similar place in our businesses. We were hitting six figures every quarter or multiple six figures every quarter. And I, I, my business, if we're just going to look at like the financials, it stopped growing, right? It stopped. I was maintaining what I had built and I was maintaining it really well. It wasn't growing though. It wasn't going to the next level. I wasn't the one celebrating having six figure months and you know a million dollar year and you know 1.5 million dollar year or a $500,000 live event and that's what everybody on every single call like that was a conversation and people were smiling and they were so excited and they were 
Um, it was just like, it was a really wonderful time for them. And I just, I could not, I got to a point where I just felt like I could not handle that. And I didn't want to ask any questions. I didn't even tell anybody that I, the way in which I was struggling internally, I did, nobody knew that I wasn't also crushing it as equally in my business. And I was even getting messages. I mean, I still, I mean, I've always gotten messages from peers and colleagues and people. And it's like, when everybody thinks you're crushing it, they tell you that. And it's like, I'm getting all these messages. I see you everywhere. You're doing amazing. Um, your message is like so on point. You're crushing it. You're killing it. Da, 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 da. And I'm thinking to myself privately, like if they only knew and why, like what makes them think this about me? Because I certainly do not feel this way. And that is not the reality of what is going on behind the scenes here. And when people think that you're crushing it like that, the other thing is nobody thinks that you're struggling. So nobody thinks of checking in on you or thinks that you need any kind of help or support or high thought, like nothing like that. So nobody's asking you those questions and you just feel like hiding it. You just want to hide it. And I wanted to hide it because it was a part of me that was really struggling internally. And I felt like I was lying. I felt like a fraud. Um, the word imposters never really resonated with me, like imposter syndrome. I don't really get that. I don't really feel that. Or maybe I just don't resonate with the word. For me, integrity is my number one core value. And I was really going through this internal battle of I'm not being of integrity with myself. And that's what it really came down to for me. And let me explain what I mean by that. Like I said, when I started my first coaching business in 2011-ish, 2012, I wasn't part of this coaching world that we see today on social media. I didn't, I didn't know about any of that. I didn't know any of that existed and it did back then. And so when I worked for the coaching company that I worked for, that's when I was really introduced to this like other coaching style or this other like way of marketing yourself or this way of being, and there's nothing wrong with it. It just, it never felt like me. And that being said though, I thought, well, this is the way that you're supposed, this is a way that you're supposed to operate. And this is the way that you're supposed to be. And this is how you're supposed to market yourself. And what I mean by that is, is so much of it was based on, you know, I can help you get to your goal. I can help you make X amount of money because I did it. And now it allows me to buy and have and do all these things. Like I moved into my dream house. I bought a fancy car. I'm flying first class. I'm going on trips internationally. I am eating out at the mo the fanciest restaurants. I'm buying, uh, I'm going into jewelry stores and buying fancy jewelry. Um, I'm showing off my shoes, my purses. Um, I'm showing pictures of myself getting my hair done at the hair salon or getting a blowout at dry bar, like all this stuff or getting my nails done, all these things. And let me be very clear in that there's nothing bad or wrong about any of those things. It's not me though, but I was making myself believe that, well, there's something off with me. If I don't, if I'm not operating that way too, and that's not what I'm out doing, or that's not what I'm out showing. And then you start to notice that 
the people who are, you know, kind of marketing themselves, whatever you want to call it, like lifestyle or whatever, they're the ones who are talking about making all the money and the six figure months and the million dollar years and on and on and on and on and on. And it's like, well, that is great for them, but that's not how I want to sell my product. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to have this brand where it's centered around your, you getting results because you're so close to me in my energy, getting to see how I live in terms of what I can buy with my money and constantly publicly talking about that. That's just not me. And I got to tell you the honest truth, even out of the gate in 2017, I never felt comfortable, nor did it ever feel aligned. Even though what I'm selling is business coaching and building your business, it it never felt aligned to share how much money I was making every month or um, celebrating, honestly, even celebrating clients making money. Because what it came about, like for me, what I woke up to in 2021 last year, when everything came to a boiling point is that I was chasing something I never set out to chase to begin with. And that is money. I, it was never about chasing money for me, but somehow I let myself chase money and not from the point of, I need to chase money so I can buy things. For me, it was never about that. It was like, I've got to chase money because I have to prove and show that um, I know enough that I can also show you how to do that too. And then it kind of turned into, well, if I'm not hitting these big money goals, like all these other people are, then, then all my effort is basically meaningless and I'm not important and I, I'm just not good enough. Now, I never really consciously ever used the words, I'm not good enough, but it was sort of like I had made these goals out of seeing what other people were striving for and reaching according to what they're saying they're reaching. And it was like, well, I'm only as good as my ability to hit those goals too. And if I'm not hitting those goals, then maybe I just don't know what I'm doing or I'm not cut out for this or um, I'm just not important. And so, you know, I've never, I was never really overworking in terms of just like working all the time, but I was thinking about it all the time. I was thinking about what I thought I wasn't reaching all the time. And in my mind, I was like, why, why am I not as far along as some of these people that, you know, we all kind of started our businesses at the same time, or, you know, I even see some of my past clients that I worked with for a year or two, or even three years, like literally crushing it, um, making millions of dollars, hosting live events and selling them out, traveling all, all over the world, selling out retreats, like all kinds of things. And I'm like, well, what the, what the heck is wrong with me? Why is it not working for me at that level yet? Um, or why did I 
why did I like get to a certain point and then feel like I'm starting to slide backwards? And so the setback that gave me my life back, I didn't even know what I needed until it was handed to me. And that's what happened in 2021 when I stopped going to the mastermind calls of the program that I was a part of in the summertime. And I believe I had like eight months left in the program, kept paying for it every single month, multiple four figures a month, and didn't use it at all. And during that time, you know, I really hit the pause button on trying to make myself grow the business. Maintain, yes, I had clients. I also was working with a financial coach. So it's not like we were in any kind of dire straits financially at all. But I knew I had to rediscover who I really was or who I really am and honoring that you know, the way I show up in the world and the way I want to show up in the world, the way I'm being guided to show up in the world, it doesn't have to look like, feel like, sound like, be like anything that I'm seeing out there that just doesn't resonate with me at all. So that was part of it. And all of that was already inside of me. But because I was paying so much attention and comparing myself to everybody and everything else out there, it was like, it didn't even have room to come to the surface. And so I've, I felt I have recorded a few episodes in the past on uh, part of my health journey last year. And that was a really big part of it. I didn't feel good last year um, in 2021. And by the time we got to December, I was just sort of like, I still hadn't figured out what I really wanted to do in my business. Um, I knew I wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't about like, oh, I'm going to throw my whole business away. I'm going to quit. I don't love this. I just needed to rediscover what I was truly meant to be doing in the way that I'm meant to be doing it. And I also felt like the majority of the way I had been taught how to build a business, it wasn't, it was, it was a half picture because I had been taught how to make money. But the part that I'm actually really, really good at that I wasn't even letting myself do in my own business, I'm really good at everything in the back end of the business, operations, team building, leadership, uh, client delivery, building group coaching programs, designing them, curriculum design, client retention, client success, client experience, adult learning, how to run the operations and how to move yourself out from being the technician, doing all the work and doing the craft all the time and moving into the position of entrepreneur. Those are the things that I'm naturally really good at and the things that I've got 17 years of experience in doing, but I was ignoring all those things in the name of, it's just about like hitting these financial goals and making as much money as you possibly can so that you can talk about it on social media so that people will then come work with you and join your programs. And I became incredibly resentful of that because that's never what I wanted to do. I never set out to start a business or have a business where people were coming to me to show them how to use social media to make more money. Uh, I like working with business owners who already figured all that out. and. Now they're truly like really growing 
an actual company and they are moving into being the entrepreneur, not being the doer of all the things inside of the business like they have a job, like they've just created a job for themselves. And I wasn't doing that. So, so back to feeling really crummy, I found out, I didn't find out until this year, actually in February that the root of all of my physical problems, foggy brain, not being able to concentrate, um, stomach problems, extreme, extreme fatigue, abnormal, like beyond abnormal fatigue, lethargic holding water, like a lot of water weight, just not feeling happy, borderline. I would say like borderline, like I would say melancholy. Like I was never depressed and never felt depressed, but maybe like borderline, just sort of like this, I don't just sort of like going through the motions, sleeping in, staying up late, you know, just overall, just not feeling energetic, not feeling vibrant, not feeling alive, not feeling inspired, not feeling imaginative, not feeling creative, not feeling happy, not feeling joy. It was kind of like the life had been sucked out of me. I wasn't enjoying my family. I wasn't enjoying my, an intimate relationship with Sean. I wasn't enjoying being present with Brighton. And I was kind of forcing myself to feel joy and happiness. I was just kind of putting on, like painting on a smile, but you know, Brighton and Sean know me the best. Um, my clients tell me they never notice this in me, Sean and Brighton know me the best. And I mean, they just, we kind of had like this joke in the house for the last few years. It's like, daddy's the fun one. And mommy doesn't smile. And when mommy smiles and laughs, it's like shocking. It's like earth shattering in the house. And that's no way to exist. You know, I got to a point where it's like, I literally feel like I'm existing and I'm not having fun. Like, this is not fun. Like, what is up? And so I found out in February, just a few months ago, that the root of all of my, all those issues and the reason why I felt the way I felt physically and in my body and even mentally and emotionally to a high degree, it was thyroid and hormones. So lack of testosterone and like extremely low testosterone and hyper, hyper thyroidism, which means your thyroid or hypo, I think it's hypo, H-Y-P-O, it's not working. So to try to override all of that by, you know, changing your thoughts or even working on yourself subconsciously, like you're like, you're climbing an uphill battle. Because so much of what's going on in your mind, 90% of what's going on in your mind is connected to your gut. And so my gut was also like, it was unhealthy. And um, even though I was eating relatively healthy, I was going to the gym every single day, uh, the thyroid and the lack of testosterone was really, I mean, it really took its toll on me. And so I got that squared away. Um, I don't take medication for any of that. It's all supplementation, uh, all food related. So I eliminated grains, wheat, dairy, and sugar from my diet. And it completely changed my life. Um, Literally, it was like in an instant, I was able to manage my mind all over again. And it wasn't like my mind was controlled by something else. Um, The other thing that I returned to was my relationship with God. And I started really diving into 
understanding biblical truth and scripture in a way that I had not before in my life. I grew up uh, a Christian. I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up in the church. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of us, when we go to college, we don't go to church every Sunday. So I certainly didn't when I was in college. I had a really good time. And then when I was 25, went, I started going back to church and, uh, you know, I'd been in my life again for quite some time. In fact, the only music I had even listened to for about 13 or 14 years is Christian music. I listen to a little bit of country, but it's the majority of it is worship music. So it wasn't like it wasn't part of my life, but I had not really, I've been baptized, you know, but I had not really formed this relationship with God where I was relying on God's strength to lift my burdens for me. I was taking on all of the burden. I was taking on all of the work. It was all on my shoulders. Like I'm walking around the earth by myself with no supernatural support whatsoever, with no supernatural love that I have access to. And so, so much of my journey over the last year from last summer to this summer, it has been some of the hardest times it has been, you know, there was a part of me that has been so incredibly embarrassed. There's been a part of me that has felt so less than, you know, especially when you have clients that, you know, I was, it's not like I was telling this every step of the way when I was in the middle of it. It wasn't like I was telling everybody when I was in the middle of it, because I didn't know what I was going through when I was in the middle of it. I do now that I'm on the other side of it. You know, your clients are saying like, oh, like, you know, how was your launch? How much money did you make? How many clients did you bring in? And it was just like, every single time I was getting on calls with them, it's like the only thing they wanted to know was about all my results. And I'm like, well, they suck. Um, Not that I said that at the time. And so that's where I really started feeling um, like I just wasn't in integrity and in a lot of different ways. And I wasn't okay with that. And I knew that when I started pausing on trying to grow to another level financially, I knew when I did that, I was being invited to walk a very different path. And it took a while. I mean, it took, there was a, there was a period of time where I was really angry. I mean, I went through a lot of emotions. I went through a time where I was very angry. I was very angry at the industry. I was very angry at all the other people I was comparing myself to. I was very angry with the way clients were showing up. I was very angry ultimately with myself. I was angry with myself. I was, I went through frustration. I went through doubt. Am I cut out for this? Do I have what it takes? Do I know what I'm doing? Do people even want to work with me? Like you go through all of that. I went through a period of time where I had to grieve because I had kind of like molded myself into this industry the way I, whatever, whatever. I sort of like molded myself into this industry based on everything that I was seeing from a marketing and sales perspective in terms of what was really working for people, because that's what was being shown to me. Uh, that's what I was seeing everywhere around me in the programs I was in, um, just on social media, like everything. 
So there was this like grieving of, you know, this way of being that I had allowed myself to become. And so there was grieving of that. There was grieving of past clients. There was grieving of knowing that the business that I had built was no longer going to be that same business anymore because I knew that I was being, I was going to be guided to go in a direction that felt so much more in alignment with me in terms of my way of being in the world, my way of living, my way of operating a a business and who I was going to be working with moving forward. And so there was a lot of grief that was going on with that. Um, And then that really shifted. So that, I mean, I went through that period that I just described for probably a really good solid four to six months. And also during this time, I had to get back to, you know, rediscovering and relearning how to be the kind of mom and wife, um, daughter, sister, and friend that I, I choose to be because I wasn't doing a lot. I wasn't being the way I wanted to be because of a lot of insecurity, a lot of insecurity. And I think it was a lot of what are people going to think about me? Are people going to like these parts of me that I haven't ever really shown to the fullest extent? It's not like I wasn't being me. I was being me, but I wasn't being all of me. And in order to truly become, you know, the greatest version of ourselves, it requires me plus all of me. And it was the all that I wasn't showing all of. And so I started being more present with my daughter and really enjoying that relationship. I started giving. Sean, what he wanted uh, versus always asking for him to give to me. I started enjoying what I truly love. I love being in nature. I love uh, connecting with people. You know, something else I've really discovered over the last few months is that I don't always enjoy doing, I don't enjoy doing all the parts of my business by myself. Um, Now, the part that I really do, I'm obsessed with doing by myself is my consulting work. So I recently added a consulting arm to our company and I love it. It suits my personality so well. You know, the consulting doesn't serve me 100%, but it does serve a part of me. And that's what I've really allowed myself to do and create is I don't have to have a business that just serves one part of me. And that's what I was doing before. I had designed a business that was just serving one part of me. It was like serving the striving achiever part of me. But I want to have a business that serves the introverted, mad scientist, like genius part of me. And that's really the, that's a consulting piece. I mean, that's where I get to be by myself. I get to look at somebody's whole entire like business and I get to use my brain and my experience to literally like restructure the whole thing so that they actually have a business they love that gives them the life that they love. 
And that takes a whole lot of time. And it's, it's a lot of time by myself. I love that part, but I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied with just that. I also love my mastermind program. Love, love, love. I started it at the end of 2017 and I love the community aspect of that. I love that we talk about so much more than just how do I make money next next month? I love that we get together for in-person retreats and we eat the healthiest foods and we work out early in the morning and we watch the sunrise and we go do fun adventures and we talk about life and we talk about the things that aren't working. And then we also talk about our big dreams and business and how to make them happen. I love the community aspect in that. And that mastermind is me building everything that I wish I had had as an entrepreneur in my life. Uh, I love that. And then you know what else I love? I love doing business with other people. Um, So you're going to see this in the next few months. I'm going to be partnering. I'm not going to give away any of the details, but I'm going to be partnering with a really good friend of mine on uh, our group coaching programs. We're going to be kind of combining our group coaching programs together and we're going to do them together. It's going to be, you know, me and her running this together. We're going to be the face of it. We're going to be running it instead of me doing it by myself. Uh, So there are some things that I really love doing by myself. There are other things I love being like building the community part of it. That's the mastermind and just like a whole next level, you know, really becoming the entrepreneur and moving out of being the technician in your company. But then I also love partnering with other people. Um, it's this time has really allowed me to bring the fun back into my life and back into my business. It's been a time where I rediscovered my happiness. I rediscovered my joy. I rediscovered my confidence. I'm rediscovering the type of body that I've always want, that I used to have, that I always wanted to have, that honestly has been quite challenging when you're low testosterone and you're 40 and you have a thyroid problem that's hypothyroidism. Building muscle uh, is not the same anymore. So uh, getting back in shape is not the same anymore just because you have those limitations. Um, But I'm so excited and I've been making so much progress in that category since March. So, you know, I wanted to do this episode because I think that all of us admire other people that we see on social media, on the internet, or that we're working with. And we think they just have it all together. We think that everything they touch turns to gold. We think they're rocking it. We think that they must not struggle with anything. We think they have perfect homes and a perfectly spick and span kitchen and nothing is out of place. And they never doubt themselves and they never worry because we don't talk about these things. We're not sharing these things publicly with each other. We're not having conversations with each other about it. And this stuff is just as important as all the business pieces. And, you know, life is just too short. Life is too short to constantly be in striving mode, to constantly be in comparison mode, to constantly be chasing how much money can I make this month and to constantly be validating ourselves by the amount of sales we did in a month. All those things mean something. All those things are important. I'm not taking anything away from those, 
But when we have literally become this individual that our existence is for the purpose of reaching a financial goal, and if we don't reach the financial goal, it's like the sky has fallen, we've really lost the true essence of who we are, why we're here, what we're really passionate about, the impact we can truly make. And we've really lost our own happiness and our own joy and our own love for people, for living, for inspiring, for impacting. And if anything, that's what the last year of my setback has given me. It really allowed me this opportunity to live the kind of life that I want to live and be the kind of human I want to be and build the kind of business that I want to build and serve the people that I want to serve and do it all in a way that is of the utmost integrity to me and be in the present moment, be in the present moment every single day and know that God's got me covered tomorrow. So I don't have to think about that. I don't have to worry about that. I don't need to go look to see what anybody else is doing or what they're saying or what they're up to or what goal they reached. I get to live my life the way I want to live it. I get to live my life in a way that's inspiring to me. I get to live my life in a way that I hope is inspiring to other people. You know, if they just learn one thing from me and I never hear about that. I want to enjoy the people in my life. I want to enjoy the special moments that come and go. And business and what we get to do in our businesses is kind of the cherry on top of all of that. So if you are experiencing any kind of setback in your life or in your business, just know that something really incredible is happening for you. You just might need to pause, hit the pause button, hit the pause button long enough to rediscover who you know yourself to be, who you've always known you wanted to be, you could be, and maybe you were just afraid to be it or show those parts of yourself. Remember, for us to live the kind of lives that we are destined to live, it's got to be you plus all of you, all the parts of you. And there's there's just no reason to go through life struggling or overthinking or being overwhelmed or not doing the things that you want to do with the people you want to do them with and holding yourself back or overthinking or comparing yourself to the degree that you're not able to make the kind of impact that you really know that you can make. You know, I think that all of us truly know who we are deep down inside and all of us kind of hide behind this veil or the shield. And it's time to excavate all those parts of ourselves and, and be it and enjoy being it. You know, you don't have to be taught how to be that. No one worked with me over the last year to teach me how to be me. 
I just let myself be me. So if you have loved this episode, let me know, uh, leave a comment, leave a review. Let me know what you got out of it. If this resonated with you, you can send me a message. You can email me and share this out. If you know of other people who you think could use this message today, because maybe they're going through, um, you know, a dark time right now in their lives, feel free to share this out. I would love to get this message out to even more people. Have an amazing rest of your week. And remember, make sure that you are designing a business and a life that is built to last. Thank you so much for tuning into the Built to Last show. If you're loving the show and have gotten any value out of it for your business and life, would you mind doing two things? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Our listener reviews helps us get more visibility and reach more people just like you. Help us make a difference for more entrepreneurs by helping them grow their businesses in a way that aligns with their life, family, and core values. Thank you so much for being part of our community and tuning into the show each week.